Hello everyone, and welcome to the 15th episode of the Leather Green Podcast. It's been a while. It has, it's been, you know what, it's been just long enough actually. Just long enough for you all to remember us, and just, just slightly being like, oh my god, like, oh, I wonder what's happened to them. Yeah. And here we are, we're yeah. back, yeah. you know, it's perfect. Yeah. And back better than ever before you know we've, yeah. we've we've progressed generally in our lives you know as people by, yeah by by you know in in that small space of time a lot has changed i've had kids yeah you know bradley's actually now 42 years old it's true so. i finally grew in my beard it's big and big and bushy yeah. big and bushy beard he's got a, he's got a, he's got a mm. jewish wife big bushy beard and a big bushy Black Jewish wife. <laughs> <laughs> He's got two children who are actually they're actually in his beard. His right name, their names are Bill and Ben. <laughs> Bill and Benson. Ben. <laughs> Benson by Barley. <laughs> no, yeah, things are good. And Hector Hector has eight jobs right now. And he is working. He's actually, not only is he working 600 hours a week, he's actually working on creating like four more working days in a week so he can fit so much more work in. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He wants, I'm actually he working wants, right now. He wants he wants 11 days a week just so yeah. he can do work 11 7, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 20, 24 11. That's, that'd be it. Yeah, 24 yeah, 11. 24 yeah. 11, yeah. But no, in, in reality, we had a COVID scare. My little brother received COVID. Yeah. Uh, he received it as a gift. It was the worst Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, he, he got it. He was fine. And uh, I, I had tests. <coughs> That's not me having it now. I promised. <laughs> oh my God, Bradley. <laughs> That's bad. Bad. Bad smoke. <laughs> no, it was... Uh, I was fine. I took two tests. One on a Saturday... A Friday even, and then one on a Monday. And by that Wednesday, I wasn't even here anymore. And you didn't have COVID. Yeah, and my brother had relinquished his COVID yeah. and is now fine. Yeah. Well, and that is good news to hear because yeah. no one wants you know, no one wants to, to have COVID. It's, it's an inconvenience to all, including especially yourself, the person who has COVID. It is, yeah, yeah. because I wouldn't have been able to go to Norwich, which I eventually did do. I met up with Daniel. Yeah former podcast host and Moose other former podcast I say po- podcast hosts uh, they're guests they were yeah, hosts yeah they were guests yeah, although they guests. were telling me that they really are thinking of starting their own podcast and I told them that if they do we've got to have frequent crossovers and build a multiversal podcast oh right no, I, I, was, I was thinking more like it would be a war oh <laughs> yeah. <they're like> competitors. <laughs> yeah it'd be more like a war I didn't think know? about it I thought yeah. of it as like they'd be our spin-off but yeah, no, they no, could, no we could compete with them sure <laughs> start so, this this episodes about them yeah. you know, just spo- exposés you know so on our list of of, 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 of points of the podcast today you know, we, we've noticed that on, on their podcast they talked about <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about it better <laughs> and as we do it we're going to be slanting everything they said too just you know now, now, now Dan said he held this I think he's a fucking idiot who the fuck <laughs> And Moose, you know what? That's not even his real name. How can you trust him, audience? 
<laughs> How can you trust what this guy's saying to you when you don't? You know, he can't even trust you. It's fake. It's fake news. It's fake news, mate. But no, I, I, I'd, I encouraged it. I think it'd be good. Plus, it'd be a podcast I can listen to because I, I don't listen to ours. That'd be weird. Yeah. Wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be so strange yeah. if my my mum was like, "Were you listening to badly?" and it was like, <laughs> "Oh, a conversation I had with Hector the other day." <laughs> yeah, I'm listening to me and Hector talk about. Rick and Morty for two hours. <laughs> so strange. You'd be like, "Oh, you don't, you don't have a life. <laughs> don't have anything better to do." Yeah, be- yeah. Why, why would you listen to your previous conversations when you can make new conversations? Yeah, these are for yeah. other people to listen to and enjoy. Not me. I, I, I've lived it. This, this is me listening to it now in real yeah. time. Yeah. And anything could happen. Boo! You didn't oh expect that, did you? <laughs> wow. <laughs> So I you have put to confess. There's jump scares in this. <laughs> I did just shit my pants. We're gonna have to pause. Oh, podcast. you just shit yourself. I just. Oh, I can smell it. Oh, I'm Hector. So sorry. Yeah. That's not nice. I'm sorry. I can see Hector. I'm, so, I'm sorry. What have you been all yeah. over your carpet? I'm sorry. It's so creamy. Oh, it's like you squeezed. <laughs> you know, I'm, I I was hoping that you weren't going to bring that up. You know, as a man, I thought you would respect me enough <laughs> to not just bring that it's up. It's like on you the squeezed a tube of baby food out onto my carpet. It's the yeah. same color and texture. It's yeah. it's yellow. It's it tastes of apples. This is yeah. just, what is this? What have you eaten? And what now, and now I come to my final, my final point. You see, what they don't tell you. Well, this is really nice, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't tell you is that, you know, if you if you if you don't get the COVID vaccine and then you catch COVID, you actually, you know, after you recover from it, you start shitting apple puree. Wow. Yeah. So that's what that has. That been. that's that's why they created the COVID vaccine because they didn't want you know the market value of apples to plummet because obviously if everyone has an unlimited supply of of apple puree, no one's going to have buy you even anymore. eaten apples recently. I don't need to. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. That must mean apples are like at least semi-human. Well, now we're delving into conspiracy theories, bro. Oh, I didn't want to get political. I didn't want to get political. I'll never agree. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it's it's been fine. And now we're back together and we've got a lot to talk about. We've missed three episodes of Doctor Who. We missed a South Park movie. Yeah. We missed a lot of things. But we're going to start small and work our way up. Yeah. Like we have 15 times now. That's how the podcast is structured. That's how it goes. That's we how have it a works. main topic at the end. Yeah. But at the beginning, we just go, we just, is this your yeah. first time? Seriously. <laughs> it's 15. Okay, start at one. Work your way over. Yeah, okay, we've yeah, we've talked about a lot. It's it's how it goes. You gather information as you go, and then you you pull it all together. In the I'm, I'm I'm sick of this guy. Does he think he's just coming in on the fifteenth episode and thinking everything's going to make complete sense, and we're going to have to spell yeah. it out for him? Well, yeah, yeah. get a life, guy. It's been it's been like almost three years. Exactly, it's been ages since the last one. You've had so much time to listen to the first fourteen, but no, this is the first. You introduce yourself with this. You don't know us. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know us I'm a whole new person now Bradley yeah. I'm like I, I'm not even the guy you knew it's been that wow. long yeah you know what for, for you you sick prick who's who's like oh episode 15 that sounds like a good jumping off point yeah. let's reintroduce ourselves <laughs> hi. hi I'm your host James Patrick Campbell wow amazing yeah I am your other host Patrick James Campbell. 
Not related. <laughs> not related. Completely. We. I was. I was born in you know, New Mexico, Albuquerque. Yeah. Um. And I moved down here when I was eight, and uh, I ended up moving next door to some guy who just so happened to be called James Patrick Campbell. How do you do that? How do you change your birthplace? What you just. You were reborn. You rebirthed yourself in a whole new location. No, so the way they did it is that my, my when we moved down here, uh, my parents created a entirely new birth certificate because my all right. So my dad, um, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, he was um, I can't really get into it, but he was he was a uh, he was a drug guy. Uh, he used to create crystal meth under the name Heisenberg. Um, he had this little accomplice, uh, I don't remember, he's a Pinkman, maybe, but he, he, they used Johnny to sell... Pinkman. Yeah. No, I think it was, I think it was, I think it was a Jesse, maybe. <laughs> Jesse but, Pinkman. <laughs> but they used to sell crystal meth. It was like the yeah. bluest, most pure meth. I had some once, it was amazing, mm. but yeah. my dad died dead and then we moved from New Mexico here and my name used to be Flynn. I also used to have severe disabilities. <laughs> <laughs> and they're gone. They're gone, yeah. And right. I think it was my dad. Um, but yeah, we moved down here and I met you and uh, and I again, even though I, my name used to be Flynn, it was also Patrick James, so I didn't change my name to, to fit in with you. So you just decided to change it to Bradley? No, again, it, my name was... What? <laughs> I'm going to have to beat that. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know who that is. I don't know what that is. Never heard of it. And who are you? I, I, I just told you. I don't think that's the whole story. You don't want to can know you the ex- whole story. Can you explain that 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 massive scar on your on your face and forehead that just goes down all the way? Oh, the massive scar on my face and forehead that goes down all the way. Well, you yeah, see, that's... It's like, it's, it's like you could open you up like a book. Yeah, well, you see, that's... The reason why, you know, I, I, I told you now that I am, you know, James Patrick Campbell yeah. is because... Um, I am actually James Patrick Campbell. You know, I might be wearing the skin of Hector. I see. <laughs> a lot of bleeping I've got to do today. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's why we're here for the podcast today. That giant scar is just because I split this man open, skinned him, and I'm wearing his skin now. And I'm here, and it's kind of strange that you haven't noticed that, like, the skin around my face is all flappy and there's actually a different pair of eyes. Well, I mean, I wasn't going to... Who do you think I am? I was just going to mention that. Yeah. What yeah. every time you meet someone, are you just like, "Hey, you look like shit today. What's wrong with you? Are you not wearing makeup? Have you not slept? What's wrong with your face?" I wasn't going to say that to you. Come but, on. But you're a good guy. You know, the, and that, that brings me to the reason why I'm here. I'm actually here because at the end of this podcast, this one, I'm going to kill you and wear your skin instead, and I'm going to leave. And now I'm going to be Patrick James Campbell. This podcast right here. Yeah. The one we're doing now. Yeah. The one that's in progress. Yeah. That people are listening to. Yeah. That this is the mic. Yeah. I'm pointing to the mic now. This yeah. is the mic. Yeah. This one now. Yeah. Episode 15. Yeah. Nevergreen podcast. 2021. 2021. <sighs> that's a lot to take in. That's a lot of information in a short amount of time. Can I have maybe an entire episode of a podcast to think over and let you know how I feel about this? That's understandable. Yeah, we yeah, agree. That's agreeable. That? All right. Yeah. Well, now that we've gotten that out of the way, we'll get back to that. Let's get started. You've had an amazing journey. <laughs> <laughs> in your life, in your life to get here, you know. Uh, you had an article. You 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 saw an article earlier that you wanted to bring up, and I thought. 
sounded pretty cool about uh, about a a pilot who saw like a squadron of yes. UFOs or something. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get it up now so you can actually see it. So, yeah, I'd love yeah, to was, hear more about it was, this. It was it was posted by what is that like the British? The British. The, the British. Sun? The British. No, no, no. Daily Mail. No, I mean, Telegraph? I, I saw this on Instagram, so I don't know oh. like if it's been shared to news. Okay, I mean, yeah. imagine so. But, like, I will show you. Let's see. It was posted by by Lad Bible. Oh, <laughs> so you know, God, those guys. <laughs> but, yeah, the, a pilot claims he saw a fleet of UFOs flying over the Pacific Ocean, and that was what they looked like. That could be anything. That could be anything. Could it? Yeah. Well, no, not anything. It couldn't be like small children just flying in the air. <laughs> so it could be UFOs. I mean, right, technically, sorry, technically by definition, it is a UFO because a UFO is an unidentified one. If you can't identify it, it's a UFO for okay, you. So the you know? reason why it's not going to be a drone is because it was taken at 39,000 feet. Big drone. <laughs> <laughs> so what could it be? Who knows? Maybe it's satellites? Who knows? I mean, there was, like, like a UFO sighting that's, like, been, like, floating around the internet for, like, since, like, 2010. Well, you got to remember, you, again, the UFO definition, unidentified flying object, it's not, it doesn't have to be alien. You just have to yeah, not no, know no, what no, it is. No, it doesn't have to be alien. It's just yeah. something flying around. But, yeah. I mean, like, there was that one posted by, like, um... A U.S. military pilot yeah. that was that was published by the Pentagon, Pentagon. Yeah, and they yeah. they confirmed it to be a UFO. So yeah. I feel like that that's probably you know that's maybe a bit more higher standard. Than... <laughs> 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 Can <it be> UFO <laughs> lizard people. Well, no, I mean I'm a big fan of UFO. I mean as a writer, I love sci-fi. You know, it's it's a big big love of mine. Yeah. And you know what? I hope it's true one day. You know, I hope one day we we finally do get that evidence because then. Hopefully the planet's just going to be like, oh, fuck. We need to, we need to go out together. We need to, we yeah. need to. There is, there is, there is one, there is one interesting theory. I can't remember what it's called, but it's so essentially, it revolves around. There would only be a small number of reasons that extraterrestrials would actually come to our planet. Yeah, you know, from like from like an objective view of what the reason would be. Why would they come? Because like it would use huge, huge amounts of resources to come from anywhere to get here. So why would they come here? You know. So it would either be there's a high probability that it would probably be bad for us, or it's overwhelmingly good. Like they get here out of breath. Like, good news, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we found the cure to COVID. <laughs> no, that'd be crazy. Aliens would care about that. I would think. I think it'd be more like good news, everyone. We found another universe. Eh, come on in. They they love us there. We're yeah. gods to them. They're yeah. so tiny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to invade their universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. Come on. <laughs> See, I feel like if aliens were scouting the universe, inviting people to come to a new universe, I don't think they'd invite us. We've fucked up the Earth. I don't think they'd invite us to this new universe. I mean... I don't know. I mean, it depends on how much research they've done on the universe, if that makes sense. Oh, sorry, on Earth specifically. Like, if they know how bad it Because maybe they could mean, if we could, maybe we'd be able to convince them that we didn't fuck it up. If that makes sense, you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. 
And we could be like, yeah, no, it was always like this. Yeah, we we just got here, actually. Yeah, we've, <laughs> we've only been here for a couple of hundred years, you know. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's a good story, you know. Did they say anything about, you know, who he was? Was it was it a, just an unidentified anonymous guy? Because that lacks credibility. Well, I mean, for for, for pilots to be up at thirty nine thousand feet, I'd imagine like military. I don't think there's many planes that can fly that high, except the big boy planes. Except like serious planes. Let's see. You know what? I'm gonna Google it. Oh, Hector's got to Google yeah. something today. What do you think he's googling? Guess. What do you think of Googling? What aircrafts can go that high? Am I correct? Oh, apparently, modern airliners are usually built with the ability to function when flying at 40,000 feet. Okay, that's not So it too could high, just then. be like a, it could just actually just be a random pilot flying a modern airliner then. So it might not even be a military person then. Essentially, what I'm telling you is that I lied yeah. directly to your face. And to the audience. Right here, and to the audience, yeah. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. Man, you're a bad person. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just... I just like to keep everyone on their toes, you know. Well, what, what, what do we, what do we think? Do we, do we believe him? Do I you mean, believe him? I don't know about this post specifically. No, I'm, I, do. I mean this post specifically. Oh, this, this do you post believe this guy? Do you believe that video? No, no, I don't think so. I think if it was, if it was like posted by U.S. military or something like that, then yeah, I believe it. Like the one from 2010, I believe that one, but not, yeah, not, yeah. not one posted by a random. Random airline pilot. That could be any guy. It could just be a random, random Joe who's it just could, flying his airplane. Well, even more than that, it could actually be like, just, you know, it could be like Quentin Tarantino creating a fake video. This is the thing guys. as well. Deep fakes. How yeah. easy would it be to fake that? Yeah. Way too easy. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's more real shit in films and that could yeah. be real. So yeah. who knows, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's why I think the older videos from like, you know, 2000s are more credible than anything that we see today. Because, like, it would have been harder for them to fake it. Yes, but I also think it depends on the video quality. That's also true. Because it could be, like, you know, it's, purpo- it's shit, but then they have purposely blurred it to make it look more credible. Yeah. You know? That's also, yeah, that is also a big factor. Because that's something, whenever you see a picture or anything, like, they, like there's the, the leaks from Spider-Man, some of them definitely look legit. Some of them are really hard to disprove. But the ones that are just, like, blurry as fuck... Like, what? That could be literally anyone. <laughs> that could just be anyone with Toby's head and you've blurred it so you can't prove it otherwise. Like, yeah. there's no proof here, you know? Yeah. You true. need so many pixels. Yeah, you need a lot of them true. in order to prove that's something. You know? And why do you think people enjoy doing that? Why do you think people enjoy just, like, putting out... It's trolling. Fake... It's fucking with people. Yeah. You know, getting people's hopes up. Putting out fake, fake shit. Because, yeah, it's genuinely... It's just fucking with people. People love it. Like, oh, on the day the second Spider-Man trailer came out, an hour before it dropped, I decided to just search on YouTube because I was like, there's going to be so many fucking fake ones. There were so many <laughs> fucking fake ones. And all of them had Toby in the fucking thumbnail, you know? Yeah, that's cringe. It's because everyone these days wants that YouTube fame. Exactly. They want they want that they want that, that cash money. Sweet YouTube revenue. They want to be the next PewDiePie. You know, PewDiePie, is, he's looking out every day thinking, all these people... They want to be me. Do you want to be, be me? me? 
And the odds would be yes, I do want to be PewDiePie. You're fucking lucky. And you're a lad. You're just, you know, you're a special guy. You're cool. Yeah. He is. He's a good guy. I like PewDiePie. He's a good guy. Everyone should love PewDiePie. Yeah. I don't really watch him anymore, but whenever he comes up, I don't, I'm not like, ugh, a PewDiePie video. I'm just like, ah, oh, I just realised, technically for a while, he was, you remember what we were just talking about, the, you know, the, the, the stuff on South Park, how Randy became, you know, PewDiePie, PewDiePie yeah. became that for a period of time. That's true, actually. He did. Yeah. Became what? Sorry, now. <laughs> no, I, I didn't actually pay attention. What were you saying? What do you mean? He became an N-word guy. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? He did. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. remember that? The bridge. Yeah. The bridge incident. Yeah, he did. Man. All right, do you want to know the worst thing about that, to be fair? It wasn't him doing that. Have you heard of H3? You know H3? Yeah. It was H3's reaction to it. Because H3 went on his little prissy fucking podcast and was like, there is no excuse, there are no context in which you can say that word. You should be ashamed, Felix. When, like, ten episodes beforehand, he had dubs on. Yeah. And he was freely saying it without a care in the world. He said it so hard at one point that even dubs was like, ooh, like, man, you're, you're enjoying this, aren't you? Like, man, you're, you're, you're a fucking hypocrite. Yeah, like, age on. three is, is 100% a hypocrite. Yeah, man, I, I really, I, I... That guy over the past, like, five... Since, like, 2016, it's, it's been downhill. a downhill fucking yeah. spiral. It really yeah. is. Have you seen, like, some of the podcasts you do now? They're just so shit. Yeah, They're man. so shit. Like, yeah. And that, that podcast he started with Trisha Paytas, like, <laughs> what? I would rather... I, I can't explain the things I'd rather do to myself than listen to that. Like, that is insanity to my yeah. ears. yeah. Man, oh man, nah, nah, H3, you're, you're all, yeah. the you, podcast yeah. now, they literally, they just, they all just sit there and like, there are periods where they're all just sat there on yeah. their phones, just like not talking, not doing yeah. anything. I'm just like, what, what is this? Who watches this? Why? And even when they do talk about something, all right, so they're being sued right now, actually, by, um, the guys who do the Jake Paul wrestling mm. shit, because they just they live streamed it to their millions of viewers. It was pay per view, you know. Oh uh, yeah. And the reason they're being sued is yeah, not only was it pay per view, but they watched it live and did barely any commentary. Like, like that's not fair use. Yeah. You haven't created something new out of that. This is exactly the sort of thing you use to make videos about yourself. Just someone using someone's entire video and content with no. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's just, yeah, that's, that's so, that's so H3. It's so shit. That's so H3. That's like, yeah, that's, that's what he is now. And then there was that thing with, uh, with Keemstar where he went after Keemstar's sponsors and then everyone went after his sponsors and Mm. they withdrew and then he like, he bitched about it. Like you, that was, what? Like (laughs) you you did that. You did, that was, that was directly your fault, dude. Like. Would you? No one would have gone after any sponsors if it wasn't for you. Yeah. You cannot be angry about that. I do think just like that whole crowd of like YouTubers it's that really basically yeah. got big off of YouTube drama because that's basically what, no, what they is. all are. Yeah. I think all of those lot got big off of YouTube drama. They're all toxic. toxic. Yeah. yeah, they're all toxic. So toxic. Yeah, Keemstar. I mean, even Leafy. Leafy. You know. I mean, he's been gone for years, though. Yeah, but, yeah that's true, actually. But, like, yeah, Grey Day came back, by the way. Really? Yeah, he's, like, back now. I haven't seen it, but he's, like, making videos again. 
Wow. I haven't been on YouTube, man. Like, I've yeah. just kind of, yeah, like, it's it's not the same as it once was. No, it really isn't. Most of the YouTube... All right, so, like, one of my favourite YouTubers right now is... Uh, his name's Quinton Reviews. So, all right, when I explain this to you, you're going to you're gonna laugh, essentially, because I'm loving this little mini-series he's doing right now. All right, so, there's these old Nickelodeon shows, uh, Drake and Josh... Is one of them, uh, and it's the main ones that he talks about are iCarly and Victorious. Mm. So these are little Nickelodeon shows, the little sitcoms. They're really silly. Uh, you might have seen some memes uh, that Gibby. Have you heard of Gibby? It's a kid with no shirt on. He's like Gibby. Oh yes, he's yeah, from no, iCarly yeah, and shit. Yeah, uh, and he made he's made a mini series breaking down like the entirety of both shows. Mm. Here's where you're gonna think it's like silly. So the first part of this miniseries is technically a video about Fred, the YouTuber. That's like a prelude to the miniseries. Do you remember Fred? Fred. The squeaky voice kid. Yeah. The reason it's a prelude is because Fred actually appears on iCarly at one point. Right. Uh, so, in, so it's technically connected. Now this video, I think, was three and a half hours. Then the main first part comes in, the first iCarly video, I binge iCarly. That clocked in, I'm pretty sure, at uh, five and a half hours. Five and a half hours. Holy crap. And then there was the second half of the iCarly, which was uh, the end of iCarly. I end iCarly, whatever. Uh, and that was uh, four and a half, I'm pretty sure. Nearing five. And then there was... Yeah. No. The first iCarly video was three and a half hours, sorry. Then it was four and a half, I think. Mm. And then there was the Victorious video, and that one's the five and a half hour video. And there's a second part of that one coming, and that's probably going to be so that's just like as well. over over ten hours worth of of iCarly and Victorious. Yeah. yeah, I'm fucking loving it because here's what's so great about it because it's like it's the perfect background material, you know, because it's not like with, with YouTube and like the idea of a breakdown video and shit like there's playlists and shit and autoplay and all that stuff mm. but with this I can actually put something like this on I've seen all of it before you know I've actually watched the video properly but I rewatch it a lot because I can just put it on for, and it can it will play for five hours I don't have to skip around anything I can leave that tab open and literally just leave it there for five hours and I can just look in and at every point it's consistent you know I know what he's talking about Mm. It's not. It's not. It's not going to be like when I'm watching random YouTube videos where I I look and he could be talking about something and then I look and he's talking about something completely different, you know. And I have to reevaluate what I'm watching. Like no, it's all about this topic, mm. you know. And he goes into it in detail. He go like with the iCarly video. How in detail can you go with that kind of a show though? Well, that, that's the thing. You might not understand what sort of shows they are. So for the iCarly video, he has this running joke where he counts the amount of crimes they do. Because they are constantly committing crimes. <laughs> and at the end, it's something like 60 or 70. Amazing. And uh, Victorious is a weird show, so he counts the amount of times there's a uh, paedophile reference, essentially. A reference to an a adult wanting to have sex with a kid. It happens a lot more than you'd think. Yeah. They're weird shows. So iCarly, the way he describes it, and I actually think it's really accurate... It's like it's always sunny in Philadelphia for kids. No, sorry, Victorious even. Victorious is like it's always sunny in Philadelphia for kids. Mm. Because all of the characters in Victorious are awful people. (laughs) They're terrible people. They really are. And they never learn their lesson. And it's a really episodic show, so they never grow. They never change. Every episode, it basically resets to the same awful people. (laughs) Yeah. And iCarly is a really interesting show. Because 
it predates YouTube, or it's like really early days, the same sort of time as YouTube. But it's a show essentially about someone becoming a YouTube celebrity and what the idea of a YouTube celebrity could be. Because that's what it's about. It's about these kids who create a web series and it becomes overwhelmingly popular and they're suddenly famous. Yeah. So there is actually, there is a lot of them too. I mean, you know, they both had like six seasons. I think, no, iCardi had six. I think Victoria's had four. But there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of episodes. There's like, you know, almost 60 between them both, uh, each. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot he can talk about. And he, that's the thing. He goes, he goes way. He goes so in depth. He's talking about like he goes through like every episode essentially. <laughs> it's brilliant. It really is. And I've followed this guy for years. It's so weird because this guy used to make uh, like really regular Doctor Who content. Mm. But uh, I I started watching the show side of that because he he makes and yeah no I wouldn't before I watched it if you had sat me down and been like this is a five hour video about iCarly I would have been like what. <laughs> But then I actually sat down and watched it, and I was like, man, this is really, really entertaining. And ever since then, it's like, yeah, this is perfect background material. It yeah. really is. And yeah, I've, I've watched both iCarly episodes in a day, meaning eight hours full of this guy talking about iCarly. <laughs> <laughs> we must have, like, really different different ways of using YouTube, because I don't use YouTube for, like, that kind of thing. For me, the longer the better. Like, for, all right, I'm actually being serious here. Unless I'm, like, sitting down to watch YouTube to, like, eat dinner... The chances of me clicking on a YouTube video is like less than like, I don't know, at least 40 minutes long is rare unless it's going to be like an interesting video. But I really enjoy longer videos. I like videos that are like at least an hour long, Mm. like really delving into topics and shit, you know, because like the quick ones, like what a video, a YouTube video that's six minutes. What the fuck is this really going to do for me? (laughs) What is this going to give me, this six-minute YouTube video? How is this actually going to like, this impact my life? the problem, though. YouTube is now, like... I tried to fix this on my YouTube because, like, a couple of weeks ago before I started doing work, I fell into, the, into like, the clickbait trap. Yeah. I, like, started clicking on on random videos and just watching them because I was bored. And that's, why be, I, like, that's why I paused my YouTube history years ago. And they'd be on, like... They'd be in the range of three minutes to 10 minutes, right? They'd be those kind of videos, like short, quick, kind of like clickbait things. And then after like, literally just like a couple of those kind of videos being clicked on, my, my homepage is flooded with garbage. Exactly. Hot garbage. So much hot garbage. I had to go through and like clear it all out. Now I tried to just like, what do I even use YouTube for? I just used it for like, um, I don't know, I guess like, educational like so like yeah just like um like mostly like coding videos and shit like i don't really use it for anything else other than that really unless it is like an interesting like video like yeah yeah. the main thing i use it for has always been uh like film and tv reviews essentially and they're my they're my main brunt of uh channels that i watch we mean the quinton reviews you know an iCarly and Victoria's breakdown. But then there are stuff like, uh, there's a channel called Your Movie Sucks, who, uh, he's a Canadian, he's very monotone, and he will just de- deconstruct a movie entirely and just destroy it. And then he, he would also just make fun of it and make edits during it, where, like, there's a movie called Cool Cat, Saves mm. the Kids, which I think I've shown you snippets before. It's like a big orange cat. Mm. And he's just shouting constantly because it's a guy in a suit and there's no mic inside so he's just hi everybody i'm cool cat and then uh, at some point halfway through his review he just cuts to like a little parody he does where because he was done in, cool cat was in a green screen at one point he just puts him in like a rap video and there's like cool cat dancing and there's like 
strippers fucking dancing and weird logos and like proper like bad bitch money money like music and it's like a proper little funny like edit you know like like yeah channels like that like i've i've grown like yeah i've, I've been subscribed to them for like years like, almost like a decade they've been on for so long and that's the channels i like the channels that grow with you and, and grow their content because then there are channels like like smosh who oh never God. fucking grew yeah. from when you were 10 yeah you know yeah uh, yeah, that's the thing. What I can't even think. There's there's very few channels like Peter that I Pike still Pike. watch. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's like one channel that I do watch every so often, just because he's like, iconic. Yeah, yeah just because he's a he staple of YouTube. Yeah, he is yeah. a staple of YouTube. He is very iconic, and like for me, yeah, that was like I feel like that's where most people started, or not maybe not most, but a lot of people started in our generation, like watching YouTube. They started yeah. off with like it'd be like PewDiePie. Markiplier, Jacksepticeye. Jack's Films. Do you remember Jack's, Jack's Films? films? He's yeah. still going. Yeah. Dude, he's, he's, he's honestly, I'm proud of Jack's Films. He's married. Yeah. He's got his dogs. He's got a podcast. Yeah. He's, he's, he seems like he's really happy. Now. They're all know? like, they're all grown adults now. They're all, a lot of them are married and like have their own like. And know. his wife's, and his wife, yeah, all right. So there was actually some drama that happened a little while back. So his wife, his name, her name's Erin. She's fucking, because I watch his videos quite a lot actually. She's really funny. Like, she, like, they work so well together. They've got really great comedic time in the pair of them. Like, mm. she is a really funny person. Yeah. So, she, over lockdown, uh, she, she gained a bit of weight. Not a problem. Again, she's a really funny person. And she is a naturally, like, she's a really pretty person. She's she's a really cool person, you know. But uh, she did appear in these videos a lot. And then she appeared uh, at some point last uh, year. And then a lot of the comments were talking about her weight and criticising her. But here's what you got on, because it's not just like, this isn't just like any YouTube, this is Jack's films. The guy literally has built his channel around YouTube comments. Your grammar sucks, and his, his, his Jack ask where he takes questions and shit. Yeah. This guy reads the comments. You yeah. know that. Yeah. And she read, she read them too, and it fucking made her cry and shit. So he, he took the video down. He was like, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're going to be like that, just fucking leave, you know, like leave the channel, we don't want you here. Yeah. And she hasn't appeared physically since. That's, that's really sad it is like people can be such fucking arseholes because she is she's at some points in the, the videos that she appeared in she was funnier than Jack for sure like she was a really and she they have a podcast together which is which is nice I listen to it mm. and and that's nice because yeah what, what a dick thing to do man especially yeah. if you're like actually a fan yeah like what why would you do that what is the point yeah. you know like that's the thing the internet's full of trolls now it really is man which fucking arseholes and it was like a top post on Reddit, too. Yeah, Reddit got onto it. Oh, God, but Reddit man. likes Jack's film, so there was a lot of people defending her, too, you know? Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, the internet is full of weird, weird crevices and weird people. Yeah. Like, 4chan is still a thing, surprisingly, yeah, somehow. Man. I don't understand how. I thought that shit, that shit should have died. How um, is it still a thing? It's like, you know, it's like Hydra. You cut off one head and two more grow back, you know? People just, like... Because that's what I reckon, because it can't be the same guy who's been in charge of it, you know? Yeah. People are just, like, dipping in, like, oh, yeah, it's my turn to be in control of 4chan. Yeah. <laughs> you know? God, it's so cringe. That's, like, the super hardcore people that are... Just, that any, anyone that's, like, a part of 4chan, you have dedicated your life to, like, the internet, and that's sad. You know, you know what it reminds me of? It's not 4chan, but... There was that time, all right, so you know that uh, that classic cringe phrase, we did it, Reddit? Do you know where that's from? No. It's from Reddit, basically, 
uh, it was something to do with the Boston bombing. Do you remember that marathon bombing that happened? Yeah. And Reddit were pretty sure they found the guy behind it. They didn't. They didn't. Innocent guy. Incredible. But when they were sure they found it, a lot of them kept saying, we did it, Reddit. <laughs> but no, you didn't do it. <laughs> that is really cringe. That's so cringe. Yeah. But 4chan would like that too. 4chan would uh would like have some vigilante sections on there where they would try and solve crimes and shit. Like the Elisa Lamb stuff was so huge on 4chan. Do you remember that? That was that video. You must have seen it. It's iconic. There's a Netflix documentary about it now and everything. That is an Asian woman who walks into an elevator. The elevator doesn't move. The door stays open and she starts acting strange. She starts like feeling around the empty space around her. She walks out the door. She's doing like weird footsteps. You seen the video? Is Does that the one familiar? where like where she ends up in the on the on the roof? on the water tank? Yeah, yeah. 4chan were all over that, and obviously not a single one of them solved it because no one guessed she would be in that fucking water tank. Yeah, and the reason for that, to be fair, was because there was discrepancies in the report, and the guy who found her claimed that the water tank was closed when he found it, but it wasn't. It was open. He he later said it was open. Because if that was the if that was the case, then that would have been suspicious. Mm. You know, if the door was closed, you know. But no, he closed it and then you know didn't realise. Yeah, yeah. How sad, man. Yeah, yeah. How sad. Yeah. Old news though that happened ages ago. It was yeah. a good. It was a good Netflix. Well, no, it was actually a weird Netflix documentary, but it's a interesting story, and it is a sympathetic story. You know, poor poor woman. You know, but it is also it is. A, I mean, it can't be denied. That footage is fucking like you know. There is an aura around that footage. Yeah. That's like a fo- That's like an e- a real life X file essentially. That but footage, how could she know? end up on the top of the building in a in a fucking water tank? It's just weird. The theory there is that she she climbed in. You know, she was having like a a psychotic, you know, break essentially, and she climbed in. Yeah. And then while she was in there, she realised that she was uh you know drowning, so she took off her clothes. Uh, because they were weighing her down, they throw it to the bottom, but obviously she still wasn't able to get herself back up. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is sad. Yeah. Surely you can just, surely there is a way that you could just float in the water without drowning. I mean, yeah, but like, only for so long, you know, like you have to stay in one position for so long. Yeah. You know, if you fall asleep, like, you know, that's, that's bad, you know. Yeah. That's terrible. How sad. Moving on from sad yeah, topics. Yeah, very much moving on. Yeah. What exciting topics do we have for the podcast? We have the fact that recently Kevin Feige, <laughs> Kevin McFeige, McKevinson, the head of Marvel, very much confirmed that if and when Marvel does next appear, sorry, Marvel, if and when Daredevil next appears, he will indeed be played by Charlie Cox. Now, we know when he's done next to It's going to be in Spider-Man No Way Home. That's That's been leaked for ages. And there's been a picture from it and everything. And that picture looks really hard to fake. It's yeah. really hard to find evidence that that picture's a lie. You, I don't even know if you know the picture I'm on about. But it's a, there's a picture out there. Mm-hmm. No, like he's in that. And the fact that he's just confirmed that is big. Because tomorrow, in fact, the day we're recording this tomorrow... There's going to be a new episode of Hawkeye. And apparently this is going to be the episode where we finally properly see the return of the Kingpin from Daredevil. 
Mm. Now, if that's the case, if we do see that, then 100% to me, without a shadow of a doubt, yes, Matt Murdock is in No Way Home. Because if that leak was correct, why the fuck wouldn't the Daredevil one be? Mm. You know, why why wouldn't that, like, why would the one leak be true with the other one false? Yeah. Like, in this specific scenario, and resulting in these characters. Because this isn't just any characters. These are characters that were contractually not allowed to be in this until now. And they're trying to figure out the best way of implementing them in. It'd be all or nothing, you know. So yeah, no. If if so, yeah, we'll see tomorrow. I'll see tomorrow. We haven't watched Hawkeye, so unfortunately we can't talk about it. But we, I will show you it eventually. We will talk about it before the series ends. Mm. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll make you catch up to speed. And shit. Yeah, and that's 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 uh, Hawkeye is the one guy that I think is just <laughs> you. Really I remember dumb. when when I first told you I mean, that was the Hawkeye show. You went Hawkeye. Are yeah. you joking? <laughs> just like that that one guy with his bow and arrow, you know, just like why that, is he there? No, but that's why he's entertaining because it's like, yeah, why is he there? Yeah. Like what is it about him that's so resilient? Why did I need him? Yeah. That's what the show goes into. What makes Hawkeye tick, you know? And it is. It's really it's fun so far. I'll give you a quick spoiler free review, I suppose. Yeah. Really enjoyable. It's based on the comic that I've read uh that's like it's one of the best comics I've read. It's really fun. They're adapting it really well, not as well as they could have done, um, but at the same time, it's not finished yet. So we'll see how much more they can do. You know, uh, but no, I'm really enjoying it. You know, mm. and they're setting stuff up. You know, we're gonna get there's like two characters from this that we know are gonna get their own. You know, appearances in later projects that I won't spoil. One of those projects is going to be a big one for me. And when we watch it, I'll explain. But yeah, either way, good show. You're going to enjoy it when we watch it. It's Christmas. It's a Christmas show. But yeah, it's, I can't explain it properly, but once we watch it, you'll understand. I'll explain yeah. it. We'll do a whole well, I mean, episode we've, we've got, we've, we've basically finished Doctor Who now, so I'm, we have I'm down to start watching. I'm down to start watching something else. Yeah, I finished Doctor Who, and we are going to get into Doctor Who, but I want to get into two things before we get into Doctor Who. The first, there was a South Park movie, my boy. Oh, yes, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. It was fun. It was called Post-Covid. They're all 40, or whatever, how old they are, 50? Are they 50? I mean, Cartman said, like, the past 40 years of my life. Did he mean the entire 40 years? Or since they were nine, exactly. If it's plus 40, then he'd be 49, so... Who knows? They're 40 to 50. Yeah. 40 is 50 years old, which is old, you know, and I yeah. like that bit, you know, it's funny, you know, it's yeah. been such a long time, we've been in COVID for decades, you know. It's the future now. Yeah, it's the future now. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I, I honestly, because it's the first of 14, and I like the approach, because the way, and by the way, full spoilers, uh, the way this seems that they're setting it is because, not only because, while the movies, these 14 movies are on Paramount Plus, the show itself is actually going to be on HBO Max. They're both going to be on different platforms. And that is weird. And I don't think that's good. Mm. But the way I think they're doing that is so that in the end of the next movie, they're probably going to do something to fix the past. But the movies are going to follow the adults and the show are probably going to follow the kids. Yeah. And that way you can watch both without needing to watch both yeah you know because i don't think would i want to watch a show of them being adults Mm, i don't think so i think if they mean it depends on how they did it if they were going to do it 
we need to see how they would do with like actual episodic adventures and not this storyline. Yeah. You know, because we know what the kids are like with the storyline and episodic adventures, but so far we've only seen them in this in this pandemic idea special, you know, concept. Yeah. We need, we need to see an actual standalone. Let's see the boys, the men, yeah. the men go do the something men, wild, yeah. you know? I do like, I, I like parts of it, but yeah, no, I think, yeah, it would just be I mean, it's, it's only just a theory at this point that all 14 or four of them as adults. I yeah. think if they did do that, this is definitely the way they could, but who knows? Maybe they mean, when they, that's the thing though. When they do, if they do manage to go back to kids and the rest of them are as kids, what big thing, unless it's to do with like them being adults, are they going to do for a movie? Like, what's going to be big enough to need a movie? Mm. You know, like I could see it, the adults being like, you know, the idea alone is big enough for the movies. You know, yeah. that's essentially if it's fourteen, and they're all an hour long. It's essentially like two seasons worth of episodes lengthwise about them mm. you know so it's just their story you know like yeah I couldn't see the movies being done with them as kids if that makes sense unless yeah. unless they're, they're kids but it's still going to be talking about the pandemic yeah. which I kind of I want them to leave at this point I'd like to go back to classic South Park soon they have been like going off on the political stuff I feel like for quite a while like the political pandemic stuff for quite a while like that was like such a huge portion of the past couple of episodes of the past like the previous season of South Park as well well I mean yeah well I mean obviously I mean in terms of the actual Covid shit there's only been three episodes about that the two specials and this mm. but before that yeah but that's because they they did a weird mistake and it was a mistake on their part they've actually admitted that there was a mistake when they were doing the whole series where Garrison was Trump and he was going up against Hillary, mm. they have fully admitted they did not think Trump was actually going to win. And when he did win, they wrote themselves into a fucking corner. Yeah. Because they realised, oh shit, we've just made our character, Mr. Garrison, the President of the United States in real life. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've actually got to stick to it now. Yeah. So that's why it ended up becoming a lot more political because, unfortunately, they dug their toes in and they they thought they were going to be handling out yeah, and like, they didn't it just, get it. It just, it just became... I don't know at what point it did, but it, it just, like, recently, like, modern South Park has just become so political. It did. It, it did Out of nowhere. Political, yeah. it, just, it just did. Like, like if, if you go back and you watch, like, I don't know, like, seasons fucking you know seven to 14 yeah is is any is political would i even think of the word political while, while watching those actually it's funny you say that because i'm pretty sure the last episode of season 14 is a very political episode it's the one where obama wins and that he's doing a, oh he's yeah. doing a heist yeah, yeah <laughs> that's true that's true actually <laughs> actually yeah no that, there is always that 13 i think but no but that's the thing there's always random ones in the previous yeah but, but like but that's the thing do you think it's because South Park started leaning so heavily into the idea of serialisation and story arcs? Because even though serialisation, they claim, ended on season 21, I don't think it did. Like, the latest season was the Tegrity Farms story arc. Yeah. And the season before that was, like, you know, it had PC principle and shit like that. I, I don't know. I think they're still leaning more into the serialisation than they care to admit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, it definitely... Ever, ever since, like... Uh... Uh, I guess they kind of make it like prominent by saying it like that things that things have changed now. There yeah. is the episode where 
uh, Cartman gets the the shit beaten out of him by PC Principal. Yeah. And he's like, it's, it's over, guys. We have to change. Yeah. And they weren't joking. South Park actually did change from then. From then on, it actually became, like, really political and, like, talking about all this, like, you know, like... Maybe that's what they had to do stuff. to stay alive. Maybe they were, like, under risk. Because remember, around that time, people got more woke in general. This you is know? true, yeah. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, the, the old days are gone, man. Yeah, the people Got, ruined South Park, yeah. you know. But that's the thing, it's not ruined, it's still funny. It's just it's different. Still, yeah, yeah, it is different, though. The golden age, you could say. The golden is, age is, is past. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it will always be there for us to watch. It is, it's a constant. And it's so much. it's still so much better than the shite, like, family guy. So much better. And fucking, yeah. you know, in The Simpsons now, yeah. now you know, like... My man, nah, you can't beat Stan, Kyle, and Carmen, you know. No, definitely not, no. Yeah, classic South Park. It is, and I, I am looking forward to the next movie. It should be around the same time, which would probably be, like, December 27th or 28th or around then. Yeah. So we'll watch it before New Year's. Yeah. And I've said this already, I'm looking forward to, 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 to seeing Butters and Ike, yeah. those two characters. Yeah, let's, see them. let's talk, yeah, let's talk a bit more about it, so... The whole episode centered around the idea that Kenny died, which is a shock. Who would have yeah. expected that? But yeah, they get back together. They solve his murder, which isn't a murder, but it turns out that Kenny was trying to go back in time to stop the COVID pandemic, and he succeeded. But he came back with COVID, died, and now South Park is quarantined, uh, meaning all of them are stuck there. Uh, Carmen is now Jewish and a yep. rabbi with a family. A family with a Jewish wife and, and three little Jewish, Jewish children. A Jewish baby. Yeah. And uh, his wife is called Yentl. Yentl, yeah. <laughs> Yentl. <laughs> oh, it's just the whole thing. It's just like so funny. It's, it's so amazing. fucking yeah, funny. It's good. Yeah, I like that. And yeah, Stan and fucking Kyle. Again, it, I said it during the episode. Uh, they're very accurate to what they would be like. You know, these... This is very much Stan and Carl, you know, this is how you can imagine, because, you know, Stan was always a really cynical arsehole, and you can see it when he's talking to his Alexa, and he's talking to his dad, and Kyle was always kind of submissive, and it makes sense that he would stay in South Park to me, and he wouldn't actually move out of that house, and he would just kind of linger, you know, because he he didn't really want to change, he didn't really want to grow, you know, he was kind of adverse to it. Yeah. So, you know, I thought... I thought and then was Cartman. A, and then there's Cartman, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's just... When, when he gets his children, he starts singing with yeah. them. It's just... Oh, my God. They just play it up so much. It's just so funny. Maybe... Yeah. Because here's the thing. There's two possibilities. It is just fake and he's fucking with Kyle and he really is genuinely just fucking with him. Him and yeah. his entire family are fucking with Kyle. <laughs> or it's real. Now, here's the thing. If it is real... Do you think that's what... Maybe he was making fun of Drew so much because he really wanted to be one. Maybe. Maybe that's why... Like, he was pretending to hate them because deep down he just really wanted to be one. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. 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 I think, I think both are a possibility. At this but point, yeah. How, but, you know... The biggest hint that it's fake is at the end where he's like, no kids, fuck Uncle Cow. Yeah. Because <laughs> maybe he was teaching them to say fuck Uncle Cow. Yeah. You know, or maybe they really did just say that on his own. You know? That baby was just like, fuck you, Uncle Cow. <laughs> fuck you, Uncle Cow. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it was good. It I, was. I, enjoyed, I enjoyed it overall. Yeah. Well, I, I must say, I was, because when they announced them as movies, I was really hoping they'd be longer than an hour. At least an hour and a half, I was hoping. Like, 
I don't know, when it's an hour, I don't know if saying it's a made-for-TV movie is that accurate. This could easily have just been a special. The special was 45 minutes, so this could have just been a special. Mm. You know, they call it an event, but I don't know. The, the, the most event thing about it isn't its length, it's the idea of them being adults. Which, if they had done that in the show, and it was just a normal episode of the show, that still would have been an event. You know? What structurally and, like, technically makes it a movie? For, for me, a movie is anything above, like, 80 minutes. 80 minutes minimum, in my opinion. That's why I don't consider, like, Doctor Who, the 50th anniversary, a movie. It's a big episode. It's 79 minutes or 76 minutes, whatever it is, but it's not a movie, you know? If it was, like, 90 minutes, yeah, I'd be like, this could be a movie. That's why, like, Sherlock. Sherlock, I, I, I consider it, like, a series of movies. It's, like, little, little fucking movies. They're all 90 minutes, like... Mm. You couldn't sit down and binge... I mean, you could sit down and binge Sherlock like you would a TV show, but it'd feel different. It'd feel like more like you're watching a trilogy of movies, you know? It's about how it feels. Watching that, it feels like the TV show. When you watch the South Park movie, that doesn't feel like the TV show. Yeah. You know, that actually does feel different because of how much longer it is. Like, 90 minutes is different to 60 in terms of how much story you can put in and how far you can go, mm. you know? Like, the, the the South Park movie, I mean, think about how much they managed to do. They was the, you know, all the shit in hell, you know, all the shit in Canada, with Terrence and Philip. Yeah. You know, like, they, they didn't, they managed to do a lot, yeah. you know? Yeah. And even in this, like, they tried to do a lot, but, like, they could have done more, I'd yeah. still say. They could have expanded on some shit, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I would have liked for them to be out for longer, uh, longer, but, I don't know. I can work with an hour, for sure. I could totally work with an hour. More South Park content is good. Yeah. <laughs> You know? As long as it's something. I mean, do we know that they're all going to be an hour long? Uh, no, but I'm going to expect it because this one is. I think it would make sense to expect it. I don't know why they would all be different lengths. You know? Yeah. I feel like that would be weird if they were like, this one's f- two hours long. <laughs> 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 this one's actually longer than... What's that really fucking long movie that you've told me about before? Zack Snyder's Justice League? Yeah, the League? Justice League. Yeah, this is actually the longest movie in the whole world now. You know the longest movie? What is the longest movie? The longest movie... Alright, I might have to fact check this, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. It's a documentary about uh, factories and shit. I, I, I promise you this is true. It's 35 hours long. No! It's 35 days long. It's 35 days long. The screening of it was like a giant festival, essentially, like a month long, like outdoor thing. You just, you, you come, you, you, you come around, you tune in and out, you catch as much as you can and you go. What? 35 days? I'm, you know, I'll Google it now. I'll fact check it. But I'm pretty sure I'm correct. That's insane. How Theatrically, much? though, because again, that's like you know, that's that is a thirty-five day film, but again, that was like independent. They they it's screened it outdoors. Yeah, in terms of an actual film shown in cinemas, it's fourteen hours, and it's called the Ten Commandments. It's a Bible film. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, let me fact check that this is indeed. How much do you think that would actually? be in terms of size i mean like like gigabytes that would be huge god that's hard to say that really is like that would be terabytes and terabytes that would be so huge oh no i'm wrong actually all right so now it was overtaken in 20 all right so the longest cinematic film was overtaken in 2019 
with a film called The Innocents, which was 21 hours long, that you could see in cinemas. And the experimental one, yeah, 35 days. 35 days. And that was in 2012, and it's called Logistics. That's insane. Yeah. What what could there possibly be that would that would because like that that's that's like thousands of hours. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? No. What? Oh, the days. Yeah. Oh, I think it says here. Yeah. No. All right. So the one that's thirty-five days is fifty-one thousand four hundred and twenty hours. Yeah. Yeah. Like how? Well, no, I told you how. Like, you know, you, you're not supposed to watch the entire thing with that one. It was, you were supposed to just arrive and watch throughout the month as much as you can. That is insane. Although, do you want to know one thing I heard recently that was insane to me? So there was an episode of a show. Star- oh, I'm going to find it through the actor. I don't remember what it's called. But I know John Hamm was in it. Do you know John Hamm? John Hamm? No. Oh, you'll recognise his face. Uh, there's his face. The actor John Hamm. The madman. He's in Mad Men. Yeah. <laughs> He's not just mad. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was in this, but it was a TV show that had, I think it was 13 episodes. And the reason why that's important, let me find it. Let me find it before I talk about it. Is it? I can't find it. I was, I was so sure he was in it. Is it this? No, it's not that. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard from all your new friends. All right, I'm going to have to find it just from memory. Or I'll just talk about it from memory, sorry. So, I think it was a 13-episode TV show. The first six episodes were all like an hour each, and it was leading to this event, like a festival. The show was about a festival. The last six episodes were the aftermath of the festival. So the middle episode, episode 7, was the festival. The reason why this episode was important is, one, it was 24 hours long, and two, it was live. They did a big 24-hour live episode for the festival, where they actually threw a festival and had the plot happen throughout it. That's interesting. I thought it was really fucking interesting when I read about it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was like, man, I mean, I'll, I'll never watch it. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, because that, that one episode's longer than the other fucking yeah. 12 combined, you know? And they did it live. They did it live. Throughout the, an entire day, you know, no ad breaks or anything. So you, you, you can either watch the entire thing in one 24-hour setting or you just tune. And that's the way they did it. Like, it was one big long plot, but the plot revolved around a fucking festival. You know, you can dip in and out, essentially, and you can catch up quick, essentially. You know, it's the way they kind of did it, apparently. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I mean, again, I'll never watch it. But <laughs> that's far too long. It is. It's so fucking long. But the idea of doing it live, that's brave. Like, imagine if you get, like, you know, you know, 20 hours into your 24-hour live stream and someone's like, oh, can we cut? <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> See, I, I feel like any anything beyond, like, see, even, like, three, three to four hours is a push for me for a movie. For a movie? Yeah. I think, yeah. I don't, all right, here, well, here's a, here's a way of putting it. Like, how about Lord of the Rings? Because, like, it's three movies, but, you know, it's a, if you were to watch them all together, it'd be an 11-hour experience. I wouldn't be able to do that. You wouldn't be able to? No. No. 
No, I, w- I wouldn't be able to. Like, at that point, yeah, no. But would you... Would that sound better than an 8, 11-hour movie? Even though they are fundamentally the same. Yes. Because... Just because of, like, logistics. Like, I feel like if you tried to do an 11-hour movie, it wouldn't be as good as if you split it up into three parts and did it all separately. Like, you couldn't, yeah. you couldn't make see, it as good. See, this... Uh, yeah, I agree with you. And that's something that Justice League does too. And the reason I want to bring it up is because I think when you watch a movie that long or something that long, you need mental checkpoints. Mm. And, yeah, it being a trilogy, the end of a movie would be one of those checkpoints. In Justice League, there's chapter titles in the movie. They're checkpoints. And fucking... In that long... I can't review I talked about have checkpoints with each season that he talks about and each episode ending and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, when something's that long, you need some sort of mental stimulus to be like, this something is ending and something else is happening now. Mm. Because if it's all one long thing, you mentally check out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I wouldn't be able to do that generally at yeah. all. Like, I'd lose interest. Like, three to four hours, even that, that is just, like, too long, man. Just to be, like, watching something for that long. Just solely focused on that. Like, yeah, no, I wouldn't be able to do it. Here's a question. What's the shortest... Like, for example, if I was going to go pay to see something in the cinema and I found out it was, I don't know, an hour... Like that South Park, if that was like in the cinema and I found that it was an hour, it would turn it, it, it would turn me a bit off of watching it. Like, I've got to pay to see something, I'm only going to be in there for an hour. Like, yeah. the longer the movie, the more I feel comfortable paying for it. That makes sense. That's true. I don't know, that part Like, doesn't... Venom 2 pissed me off. That was only 90 minutes. I felt a bit ripped off. I was like, I only watched it for the end credit scene, essentially. Yeah. I mean, for me, for me, it's kind of the other way around. For me, it's like if I see a movie that's really long, I think, I hope it's not boring. <laughs> no, you think that, but would you rather pay fucking ten pound to see a ninety minute movie or ten pound to see a a fucking one hundred and eighty minute movie? The ninety minute, yeah. Even if the one hundred eighty movie is Endgame and the ninety minute one's Venom two, it depends on the movie, dude. No. Yeah, yeah, obviously it depends on the movie. I'm saying if it's a movie where I don't know if it's going to be good or bad, I'd rather go for the shorter one. Like, once upon a time in Hollywood, I actually, I I admittedly, in hindsight, I feel bad about this because I took my mum to see it, but it is three hours long. I only took my mum to see it because she wanted to go see a film with me in the cinemas, and I was like, this is the only one that looks good right now. And it's Quentin Tarantino, and I was like, it is good. I was like, it will be good, so I'll go take one seat, because whatever it's about, I know that structurally it'll be good, because it's Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. But yeah, she came out and she was like, that was long. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it was, yeah. And she was like, it's like, oh, that was, that was so long. Yeah. Did you tell me it was that long? I was like, I'd said it was long. And she was like, that was really long. <laughs> that was her only review. Like, that was just so long. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm very much like that. Like if it's if it's longer than an hour, I'm like an like, hour. I'm, yeah, if it's longer even than, in a cinema. In a cinema, like if it's like considerably longer than an hour, I want to like. No, that's ridiculous. You can't sign up for this. I mean, two hours I'd get. But in a cinema, like every film you've seen in a cinema, 
with me you've been longer than an hour you've not had you've not been like ooh <laughs> like, I mean but there's a lot of movies that like are around the hour mark in the cinema no that's oh. not true no that's not true at all most no because of the way cinemas are structured with uh, the way they want to screen films and the amount of films they can show in a screening they don't like films that are either too long or too short there are rarely films in the cinema that are like that short Really? Yeah, the only ones that are like the baby ones, kid, like Peppa Pig the movie and shit like that. <laughs> You'll get occasional kids ones that are 40 minutes long, but uh, proper ones? No, that's very rare. Very, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of 80 minutes then, but like... 80 yeah, minutes like, is like the minimum. Like, yeah, like minutes. two two digits. If I, three, if, I, if I see three digits up there for the minutes, I'm like, I really hope it's not going to be I boring. mean, No, no Way Home's going to be like 210, 220. Cool. Not minutes. Sorry, two hours, ten, two hours. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. All oh, right. Yeah. 210 minutes. Wow. No, that'd that be, be a lot. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, no, that, that's obviously different because like, I'm excited for that. Yeah. But like, if it was a random, like, I mean, I don't even go to the cinema, but I mean, like, if, if I did, that would be like my primary thoughts. If I'm like going to see a movie that neither, neither one of us knows if it's going to be good or bad that would be like i don't know that would be something that i'd be like focused on how long the movie is i wouldn't want to go see a movie that's long just because i don't know for me like especially if it's a no if it's a movie i don't know all right no i kind of get your point if it's a movie i don't like i literally have no idea what this movie is and i see it's too long i will get put off but i will also get put off if it's too short because i i'll go into it being like oh it's Again, it's 80 minutes. How much am I really going to get? This is like two episodes of a TV show. You know? like two Or like, if it's a comedy, it's like four episodes of a shitty sitcom. Mm. You know, like, what is this actually going to do for me? Yeah. You know? If I'm watching it, if I'm watching a movie that I've never seen before, I at least want it to be over two hours, or around two hours, is what I would say. Like, the two-hour mark, I think is really... I think the two-hour mark is solid for a movie. You know? I really do. Like, if I write a movie, I I couldn't imagine why in a movie. I mean, I, I might one day, but right now, I couldn't imagine why in a movie that's, like, well over two hours. That'd be insane to me. Like, I've written a two-hour, 40 movie. Like, I'm not going to do that anytime soon because mm. you you can do it, for sure, but you, you don't need to do it. The only reason you need to do that is if you're something like Marvel where you've got so much you're trying to do, you know, but... If I'm trying to do that much, I'm going to do a TV show. You know, I'm not really going to, I'm, I'm not going to focus that on a movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I th- I feel like as well, it's easier to mess up a long movie than it is to mess up a short movie. Yeah. I think. In a way, long movies are definitely, you know, there's definitely more chance for drag. You know, you want to keep it nice and trim, you know? But then you get a movie like The Dark Knight, which, you know, that's two and a half. You know, that's, you know, would you consider two and a half fairly long? I consider it relatively long. Yeah, but like The Dark Knight was like, that's like a yeah. really good movie. Yeah, exactly. Where, where they've, they have, like Dark Knight is the trimmed. Yeah. Like every single scene in that movie is like important and amazing and shit yeah. like that. So like, yeah, it, it, it depends on the movie. So it's like Eternals, for example. Nah, it's almost three hours long really doesn't need to be so much they could have taken out so much the only reason that's three hours long is because they're allowed to be and that's not a reason to be three hours long yeah you know and i don't know i mean i don't know like endgame for example endgame was a good movie but same thing they could have cut a lot out the reason why endgame works so well is because it's it's just fun 
You know, it's it's ten years worth of build up. You just have fun with Endgame. It's you know, Endgame. Yeah. it's more like a, a roller coaster ride than it is a film. You know, it's hard to rate Endgame. It really is. As a film, it's really hard to actually like give a number rating. This is like one of the only films that I've rated purely out of the experience. Out of the experience, I gave it a nine. I know as a film, it's not a nine. I don't know what it is as a film. It's not a film. It's like you know, that's an event. Mm. You know, post COVID isn't as much of an event <laughs> as <laughs> yeah, yeah. as fucking Endgame is. Yeah. You know, like. No, yeah, it's it's too much of an event to yeah. to really rate, you yeah. know. Yeah, that is fair. Yeah, but yeah, and outside of that, talking of actually Infinity War and Endgame, I wanted to do a quick little spoiler-free review of uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy game that came out by Square Enix. Now, I've I've talked about Square Enix on this podcast before because they helped create the abominable Avengers game. It's awful. I don't enjoy it. They recently bought in Spider-Man and I re-downloaded. I actually reinstalled this game. Yeah. Because I was like, might as well check out Spider-Man. I played for 20 minutes. For 20 minutes I played. I watched his first cutscenes. I walked around with him a bit. I went into a a, uh, a tutorial for him on one of their little simulated harm tutorial room things. Uh, I went into a battle. I played as him. Then I immediately turned it off. <laughs> and I installed it. Because, yeah. like, yeah, fine. He's fine. This game's not fine. And him being fine, that's not enough. Because guess what? He's fine here. But in his own game, he's great. He's amazing. Why would I play a shittier version of him in a shittier game when I could just play Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to just, I'm just going to play Spider-Man is what I'm going to do. So I immediately understood it again. But with this Guardians game, I saw some things. I saw some things, you know, not big spoilers, but just enough about the game where I was like, it's piqued my curiosity. I saw a scene, a cut scene. Uh, and I was like, it's piqued my curiosity. So I, I bought it. It was on sale too. I didn't pay full price. So I guess I, I feel like I've got one over on them. Yeah. You, you got a way, good you deal. Know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I beat the system in a way. You yeah. Know? But uh, yeah, no, I bought it. I, I played it. I played it like twice already, to be fair. Because mm. they did a new game plus. It's really fucking good, actually. I really enjoyed it. And the reason why it's so much better than Avengers is because unlike Avengers where they were like, okay, here's what we're going to do for Avengers. For Marvel's Avengers, the game. The musical. (laughs) (laughs) musical. Um, We're going to have it so you can play as every character. Uh, We're going to have it so you can join games with fellow players. Uh, No one's going to play it though. So the matchmaking is going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard to find enough players. Uh, we're going to have the same rooms over and over, the same villains over and over. We're going to have it so if you want to get your highest potential, 150 level on a hero, you've got players that hero for maybe, I want to say, forever, forever. You've got players that hero and just grind infinitely until either he levels up or How, how many die. hours are we talking, though? Alright, seriously, to level up one of the heroes to full level with the amount of grinding you have to do, I think you need to put in like 30 hours. 
And there's like eight heroes now. And again, it's the same rooms. It's the same like six locations. So that'd be, that would well, be like over 500 hours to get all of them up to max. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And that's now, by the way. I, I want to specify that's now. Because I've, I've got two heroes at full. Because it used to actually be easier. There was a way of doing it really quick. And then a load of people stopped playing and they were like, oh, we know how to make people play more. We're going to make it longer. We're going to make it harder. And that's when I was like, I'm not going to play anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> why would I? You just made the whole process take a lot longer. Because the way you I used to do it is the tutorials I used to talk about, those would get you XP. You could level up using the tutorials. Can't anymore. Can't do it anymore. Not as much. Not as much. Yeah. Fuck you. You're going to actually make me grind in these shitty... Like, with the tutorials, it was one location, one set of villains, but I knew what I was going into. But when you're giving me these shitty rotations with these shitty villains and these shitty boxes and these shitty loot crates and these shitty robots and this <laughs> shitty fucking... There's like, there's like three different ones you can do. Right, three different formats of games. There's one where you beat waves of villains and you go and fight a boss. And that's one of them. The second is you go and fight waves of villains and then there's like a vault underground and you got to protect the vault through waves of villains and that's the second one. And the third one is that you fight waves of villains and then you fight a boss and then you fight a giant boss. A bigger boss. A robot boss. And that's it. And if you've played one of those three or any of them, you know, just any of them, yeah, you played you played the entire game. That's it. That's all you can do. Yeah, except for one game mode, which is hilarious, because to delay that game mode, you've got to have leveled up an entire hero. Except one, you've made that harder. Yeah, and two, no one's playing your fucking game. You can't do that one single player. You need a you need a full team. Yeah, I doubt anyone played that to this day. I doubt anyone's ever played that yeah. game mode. That's that. that reminds me of uh, I think a game that we've talked about on here before that I have was um, Evolve uh, yeah Evolve yeah. Stage 2 yeah we've talked good about good premise it, yeah. really good premise had a lot of high hopes and then they fucked it they did and then they fucked it with an update and yeah it died but uh, I played a Square Enix game with uh, with one of our friends recently and it was it was very good it was called Outriders yeah, well, I enjoyed I, it no, it was I, very good I, I, I have discovered it. that yeah they don't do total shit because for Guardians they decided to strip all of that back. It's a single player experience that's around, I want to say, 10 hours long. Uh, you can only play as Peter Quill, which at first I thought was a negative, but I've actually realised it's a positive because of the way they've done it, where you not only control Peter, Star-Lord, but you control Star-Lord controlling the Guardians. Mm. Like, in a battle, you tell them where to go and what to do. And the way they do it is really interesting, but... Overall, it's just, it's a really good fucking experience. And unlike Avengers, where you will spend hours and hours grinding uh, to get your hero to 100, level 150. In Guardians, it's like the max level is level 3. You get like three perks each, go nuts. Like, it's really fun. And it's really, it's it's it, it's just, it's so stripped back and it's exactly what I want from a game. Yeah. And it is, it, it was, it was a lot of fun. I've almost platinumed it. Yeah. Uh, I would almost say 
that I actually do prefer them to the MCU counterparts. Like, I really enjoy this Guardians team. They're really, really cool. I really hope we get a sequel to the game, too, at some point. Mm. And there's even a little... There's even some uh, Spider-Man and Avengers Easter eggs thrown in there at some points. You know? You can get a little Thanos cameo at some point. I see. You know? That's, yeah. They do some fun. Yeah. It's not set in the Marvel un- in the movie universe, you've got to remember. It's a different continuity. It's a different universe. Mm. But yeah, no, it, it genuinely... It was just... It was a really fun game. And a really good Guardian story, too. Like, you know, just a... And the soundtrack. Soundtrack's really good. They do the movie thing where they get licensed songs from, like, 80s and 90s. And yeah, there's some real bangers in That's there. That's nice, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because everyone loved the Guardian soundtrack. It's true. It's one. It is. It's one of the best parts of the of the movies. I, I mean, when, I'm looking forward to the third soundtrack more than I am the third movie at this point. Yeah. Because I, I, them on my phone, I listen to them a lot, and I just downloaded the game soundtrack too. Because yeah, yeah it's just it's a really good tune. You know, they've got uh, "Never Gonna Give You Up" on there. They've got uh, <laughs> they've got um, fucking "Don't Stop." Believing. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They've got bangers. Bangers, yeah. man. These were all good songs. They are. Can't deny. And there's, I mean, the movie, the, the movie soundtrack has like, I think I want to say like tw- 14 songs on the second one and 12 on the first. Mm. This has 30 songs because it's a game. It's so much bigger. Mm. So that's a lot more songs. Yeah. yeah. A lot more songs. And they all fit the style and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I've all, I'd say it's a good game. And I'll play the second one of that. And I am going to vow to you now, I'm never going to touch the Avengers game ever again. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's ever. Fair. That's fair, but I do recommend giving Outriders a try. And when you do, let me know, because I'll gladly play it, play it as well. I will try. Yeah. I will do as you say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I commend that, I suppose. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, we do have the final topic now. Doctor Who. Hell yeah. Flux. Man. It, it's over. It's over. It feels like it only just begun. It really does. Six episode series of Doctor Who is like nothing. It is over. And it, and you know what? I'll be honest. It was, it felt consistently crammed the whole way through. <laughs> he, <really did. laughs> he, he did a good job. He somehow managed to make it feel consistently crammed he the did. whole way through. Every episode felt like they were trying to do way too much <laughs> yeah. and set up so much. And by right, here's it right, so we we've only covered episode one to three, uh, because we took our break. But we have been watching it. You know, we've been keeping up. So we're gonna talk about all three of them. But before we do do we want to quickly talk about like our feelings as a whole? Like, do you think it ended My well? Oh yeah, just, just <laughs> talk about your feelings. <laughs> um, do I think it ended well? I didn't think the ending was that. Like the 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 very end. Yeah. Like you know the last scene I thought was good. I thought the very end was like very Doctor Who. I thought you know to me I, yeah. I was like yeah this is Doctor Who, but I mean, the last episode as a whole, I didn't think it was very good. Yeah. You know, I right. think it was very good. Alright, let's that yeah, let's get let's get into let's get into all of them. Not all of them. Again, we've covered the first three. Yeah. But we could cover them again if you like, Hector. <laughs> let's do it. No, so episode four Village of the Angels. This was for me the highlight of the entire series. And also a really good example in my opinion of how this series didn't need to be one big story. Cause like 
you can easily watch this episode as a standalone. Just ignore the fucking Bell and Vinda shit. Fucking think past the Division stuff. Mm. And you can totally watch this as a standalone episode. Like, this whole series could have been standalone episodes. And he just made them... He just crammed them all into one big narrative, it feels like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, yeah, this episode, when it was away from the Flux and just dealing with the angels and shit, it was really fun. It was really cool. Jodie was really prime in this episode. Like, she was really good in it. And yeah. it was really nice seeing her again ripped away from Yaz and Dan, who I don't think... I, I, I don't know if they've been with her a single episode this series, yeah. apart from the first. It was it was nice how she did, like... She she definitely, from what I saw, like, she had... She very much... I mean, she might have already done this, to be fair. But, like, hmm. for me, like, I haven't really seen any many, many of the... Or any of the Jodie... Doctor I think outside Who's. of this series, you've only seen one. Yeah, so I like... And that was the worst me, one. For me, she did a good job at, like, you know, establishing her character as the Doctor. Like, I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought she did a good job of doing it, you know. She, thought, yeah, she, that was, that's only this series, though. Because her last two barely felt her presence as the Doctor. It's actually, like, a really dramatic difference, how how she's being portrayed here. Yeah. And that is because, like, I think that, yeah, I think Chibnall has got a better sense of what he wants her to be. And it also helps that, again, not, I don't hate Yaz as a character. And I definitely don't hate Dan. I think Dan's all right. But this is a Doctor that is working so much better when she hasn't got her normal companions. Look at this series as a whole. In the first episode, she's with Yaz the entire thing and she meets Dan. In the second one, they get separated. Right, she's with the Santarans, he's with the Santarans in Liverpool, and she's on the fucking actual boss, the planet of time. In the third episode, they're all in their own fucking time streams and they all get separated. In this episode, they all get separated. The angel is taken back in time and the doctor's with Jericho. Yeah. In episode five, they're all separated. Yeah. The doctor's with Division, and then in episode six, they're all separated except there's three doctors, and now yeah. all of them get to deal with their own separate... Like, I think, honestly, like... This daughter could have not had a companion and it would have really worked. That's why her first two are so shit. Because there's three companions and two of them are terrible. And that actually doesn't cue Yaz. In the first two series, she's terrible. But once you strip around those, even those two companions, you know, uh, Ryan and Graham who left, it becomes better. And then Mm. when you strip away even more, you start to actually get the good doctor. You know? I don't know. Do you think Yaz... Do you think she'd stay on? Do you could you imagine uh, these companions with a fourteenth Doctor with a different Doctor? For yeah, for the companions. I mean, you say you don't mind Dan. I think they're both meh. Like all, all yeah, the companions. The I I think that old guy did a better job of being a good companion. Of like, I enjoyed him more. As like, even though he wasn't really a companion, I enjoyed. Oh him. great! Oh, you mean Jericho in this? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah the no, old guy. for sure. No, Jericho was I, the I, best. I enjoyed him more. This, yeah, than 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 the others who. No, who no, no. Work. I hundred percent agree with you there. When I no, when I say I like Dan, I don't mean like I like him, like him. I mean I like him in comparison to the other companions that she's had. Right. Like I think he's her her best companion. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Would you describe? I mean, I don't even. I don't even know if you could describe because again, they've been separated so much. He's more Yaz's companion than he is the Doctor's. Yeah. You know, 
And as for Jericho, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think, I wouldn't describe Jericho as a, again more Yaz's companion than Doctor's. You know, she has her own companions now. Yeah. <laughs> She's a companion with companions. Yeah, I, just, I didn't, I didn't really. Yeah, I didn't really. Yeah. What do you think of um, the Weeping Angels in the episode? It has been a while since you've seen it, but um, what do you remember? I thought, I thought it was cool. Um, They're talking a lot more. Yeah, which was a bit weird. Yeah. Um, Because I've always hated when they talk. And then the Doctor became... I I didn't enjoy all the really shit resolutions to the big cliffhangers. Okay, yeah. Let me actually go through the cliffhangers and the resolutions to get a real scope of this. Because all of the resolutions... All right. Most of the cliffhangers have actually been good, but all of the resolutions have been shit. So this is all of them. The first episode's cliffhanger is the, the flux is coming into the TARDIS. Do you remember? We get that big montage shot of all of oh, the characters. Yeah. <laughs> all looking dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> and then the flux enters the TARDIS. The resolution to that one is that the Doctor pulls a leave on the TARDIS and it get, they get displaced into the Crimean War and they're out of the TARDIS and they're out of danger. The second episode's cliffhanger is that they're on the planet of time. Um, Yaz and uh, Vinda are about to have time rage through them and Swarm clicks his fingers. That mm. implies that, you know, it started. Yeah. And then in the resolution, we see that, no, no, no. Even though we saw him click his fingers and we saw the Doctor was standing right fucking there when he clicked his fingers, it actually turns out the Doctor, right before he clicked his fingers, actually grabbed Dan pushed him onto a podium, grabbed into a podium herself, and then she absorbed some of the time herself to help save their lives. Just before he clicked, even though we saw him click, him click, the cliffhanger yeah. was the click. Yeah. Terrible resolution. Yeah. And the third one was a fun one. Uh, the angel has the TARDIS. The weeping angel takes control of the TARDIS and is taking him somewhere. Fun, yeah. fun cliffhanger. Yeah. The resolution for that one, the Doctor takes some cables from the TARDIS and puts them together and the angel goes away yeah just what were those cables what did she actually why didn't they go away yeah does she have a specific angel beam that fucking erupts like what what did she do yeah and then the cliffhanger for that episode as we've said is the Doctor becomes a weeping angel my favourite cliffhanger of the entire series not the entirety of Doctor Who, I mean. I mean, Flux. Yeah. It was. I do the, really... The resolution was just... It was. The resolution, uh, which, yeah, uh, before we talk about episode five, uh, yeah, what would you rate episode four? The you know, Eyes of Weeping Angel. Well, I think it is the best this series that has to offer. Yeah. And it's not a surprise to me that it's the only one that's not solely written by Chris Chibnall and he had a co-writer, Maxine Adderwell, I want to say her last name is. I could be wrong. It could be Old War or something like that, but she's actually really good. She, this is her second episode, and her first one was also... I'll be honest, her first one's a little bit overrated, but it's still, like, good, you know? It's not as amazing as everyone says. Her first one was in series 12, and it was about... Um, it was like a fucking ghost story, but with a Cyberman. Uh, and it was. It was it was, it was. was good. But a lot of people said it was amazing, and that's just because it was so much better than the rest of the series. But it was fine. But this one, yeah. Like, yeah, again, it's good. Like, it's so much better than some of the shit Chibnall has shown us you know yeah and yeah and this was a real highlight for it uh, I don't remember if we gave number ratings to the other episodes we didn't I don't think we did I know we do for the movies and shit but I don't know if we would for shows yeah 
So yeah, I'm not let's just let's just say do you like it or not like it? Give it a thumbs up or thumbs down. Or two thumbs up and two thumbs down. I'll See, give it I, a thumb I, up. I have to like it because it's Doctor Who. Do I think That's it's good? <laughs> That's not true at all. <laughs> do I think it's good? A thumb up or thumb down? Not for if you like it, for if it's good. I just... Do what? I think it's good? You know what? I just give it a five, to be honest. Most of them right, I'd give we do them numbers a five. Right. Most of them I'd give them a five. The only one I'd give a six is, is, is yeah, the Weeping Angels one. All right, so you give this a six. Yeah. Really? So even the even the last episode and episode five, you'd give a five? I didn't think they were very good. No, that's my point. I'd give them less than fives. Oh, right. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, like, they were just, yeah, they were just fives, like... But yeah, no, they just weren't good, were they? They just like brought up yeah. loads of really retarded shit. All right, let's yeah, let's yeah, let's get into episode five. And yeah, the cliffhanger of the Weeping Angels of her becoming a Weeping Angel is she stops being a Weeping Angel, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, she yeah. just she just turns back into a dog. Now I brought this up because I had a really good idea for something they could have done. Not to suck my own dick, but I think it's so much better than what they did, which was just she stops being a weeping angel. Yeah. I thought it would have been really cool if they made it so throughout the episode, or even for the rest of Flux. She has to she has to figure a way out of it, but if when she is now being observed and someone's looking at her, she turns back into an angel. And that's something that Tech Taeun could use against her, you know. She's gotta have the conversation with Tech like Tech Taeun can choose when she can move and shit. She's got to figure out a way of doing it fast enough before she can, like, turn her back or something, you know? But that would have been quite interesting. Yeah. Instead, no. no. She's just the Doctor again, and that's it. Yeah. What shit. It's just like taking the easy route out without putting any thought or any effort in at all to resolve this. <laughs> this It's like it's almost like he came up with the awesome cliffhanger and didn't think of the resolution and then they came on set the next day and he just came up with the resolution on the But then spot. we get alright I'm going to quickly yeah I'm, I'm going to quickly bring up the last cliffhanger before we talk about episode 5 because this is the weakest cliffhanger and weakest resolution so the cliffhanger of episode 5 of episode 5 is he he kills Tech Taeyun and he's about to touch the Doctor and the resolution for that is she simply walks away. <laughs> she just walks out of his reach. Just steps out and is like, no. Nope. So dumb. So like, dumb. That's, that's not even a good cliffhanger. Because like what? Like what? We're actually sitting at home being like, oh my God, Swarm's going to touch the doctor. She's going to die. No. No one thought she was actually going to die there. It's different with her becoming, like, she became a weeping angel. It's not, it wasn't the risk of, is she going to become one? Because the audience would have thought, no. She became one. That's a good cliffhanger. You resolve it like that. But this, oh, Doctor, I'm going to lightly touch your face <laughs> and you will die. No, she won't. We know she won't. Yeah. And at home, I, I don't know what, because here's the thing. Imagine if at home people were like, okay, how is this one going to be resolved? She's going to teleport away. She's going to, she's going to have a force field around her when he when he tries to touch he's, he's, there's gonna be a spark and he's gonna fly back or or maybe like captain jack's gonna come back john bauman's gonna come <laughs> who knows people coming up with crazy theories and then the episode comes on and she just steps two feet backwards and is like nope man what a shit cliffhanger and what a shit resolution terrible 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 but then yeah let's get into it so episode five weirdly so much happens, but also not that much. 
like a lot happens but it's also so much that can just be kind of just mentioned and not actually gone into detail because they don't go into detail yeah so there's like i want to say there's like four main plots in episode five there was like a lot of weird what i thought to be unnecessary character building yeah there was a kind of a lot of filler weirdly enough so the main four plots in episode five in order from least to most relevant is the the least relevant was uh you know everything happening with Vindu and Bell and Carvinista mm. you know Carvinista takes Bell and gets her ship and she's like what are you doing and he's like taking your ship and she ta- he takes the ship yeah that's that's really it and and Vindu goes into the passenger and one arm dies like these guys are gonna pay <laughs> I'm hard now. <laughs> Because she is, she's suddenly like a little fucking John Rambo in there, you know. I'm surprised she didn't have like a fucking, you know, fucking a bandana wrapped around her head and blood-stained fucking vest, you know. But then, and yeah, and the third storyline is the most unnecessary one in the episode. The Grand Serpent forming unit. Yeah, I thought that was really unnecessary and weird, how they just gave it a backstory. It was, and the reason it became so unnecessary and weird is because by the the sixth episode, the next episode, the last episode of the thing, it didn't really matter at all. No. At all. Even slightly. In fact, in the last episode, at one point, he, the last thing he says in the last episode is like, name, aim the nuclear warheads at the Earth. That didn't even come up again. What warheads? Yeah. <laughs> What are you talking about? What? Why? Why did we need this? It's just pure filler. It was just a way for Chibnall to be like, "Ah ha ha! This guy invented the unit. I've made an origin for unit. Look how smart I am." It was so weird and unnecessary. I do like the Grand Serpent though. I like how he's acted. Yeah, I thought I did. I did think the acting. Do you was want good. to be me? Do you want to be me? I liked that. I thought that was. He was. He was a fun character. But yeah, that's such a weird little storyline that really, that, that just honestly, like, the only reason that that storyline happened, I think, was to give him a reason to go after Kate in the finale. But like. There's a lot just for that. Yeah, exactly. Like that's so like much like, just for like, that. Like in the like in the fucking nineteen hundreds, just random shit from the nineteen hundreds. Yeah, like, like it's loads of unnecessary crap. Yeah, and he was going by Prentice, and he killed like eight people or whatever. Like we didn't need to see all of that. We really didn't. Yeah. The second one was yeah, uh, fucking Yaz, Dan, and Jericho are living out in the nineteen hundreds, and yeah. Eh, most of this was a bit dumb. Um, I don't... I wasn't... When I first watched it, I wasn't actually sure what it was they were trying to do. Like, what their mission in the past was. Because it just seemed like they were just doing random shit. Oh, and then there was the fucking really, really the cringe, cringe fortune teller. The cringe fortune teller, Oh, that was so... What's the cringe. gossip? <laughs> oh, that was so cringe. It was. It was bad. But on my second viewing, I figured out what it was they were trying to do. And their mission in the past is they're trying to figure out the date that the flux is going to happen. The flux event. But it is then rendered totally, like, unnecessary. Because they're on this mission to find the flux event. They've gone to this fucking fortune teller and shit. But then they're on a boat. And the mole man... 
you know, the fucking, are you now a fool? Yeah. Uh, what's his name in this? William... I can't remember. Fucking, I don't know either. But his, he runs in and he's like, ah, blah, 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 blah. And he runs back out. You know, he just spouts his Victorian jarble, which I love. I love the character. Yeah. I love the old man. Yeah. Um, and they're like, you know, fucking Dan's like, we got to go and find him. And then they find him and they find his doorways that lead to different places. And one of those places leads to the place where the flux is happening anyway. And it's like, they had nothing to do with that. That's not how they found that. They were just on a boat on the right time. Like, they didn't do anything to contribute to the plot. It was entirely the Mole Man. Yeah. They just stumbled on the answer. Yeah. Like So all of the stuff prior to that was just complete yeah, waste of our time. It was complete nonsense. Like yeah. there was one scene where they're they're talking to like a woman who's translating like a an old artifact. Yeah. And there's a, a stick of dynamite. TNT or something, like yeah. what the fuck was that why what is this? What was that for? What was and then they go into the fucking they go to the Great Wall of China. And this one's actually the worst one. They go to the Great Wall of China and they write out a message for Carvinista. And in the very next scene, Carvinista looks at it and goes, I don't even have time travel. You're right. You don't even have... Why are we watching this? Why are you showing us this? In the very next scene, the character literally looks at it and goes, Oh, wow. He basically goes and looks and says out loud, Oh, wow. That's completely irrelevant to the plot. <laughs> is what he might as well have said. Yeah. Like, why are we seeing them do something that you're even admitting? Wow, that's not going to do anything to help anyone. <laughs> like, what's the point? But there was a lot of that. There was. It was a real filler episode. But we got to see more of Jericho. And I like Jericho. I really do. But then we get the main plot of the episode, which is the Doctor, you know, she goes to the Vision. She meets her mum. Her mum. Uh... She finds out a bit more about the vision and the timeless child. She meets a nude. I pour. All right, I want you to think about this actually. Again, you know, full spoilers and everything. By the end, that ood's still there. That ood is alone on a spaceship in between universes. Just, just there. Yeah. That poor ood. Yeah. That ood saved because that ood was the ood that like you know lowered the effects of the flux in the end. That yeah. ood saved the universe. And he's just trapped there forever. But he gets to see both universes. It's the ultimate view. Yeah, but he's, is it worth it? Maybe. Maybe not. We don't maybe even know if he's is, got food. Maybe, <laughs> it is, maybe it is knowing that he saved the universe, you know. I'd be happy knowing that I saved the universe. Just poor rude, you know. But yeah, she goes to the vision and Tech Taeyun is like, I am your mama. You've got you've got a past. It's in this fob watch here. You found the fob watch. There it is. You've got a past, and I'm hiding it from you. I hid it from you. And the doctor's <laughs> like, man, that sucks. You're you're a bad person. I will never join you. And then Swarm comes in. And is like, <laughs> Swarm comes in. And is like, no, you won't join her. We're here now. <laughs> and she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, we formed a. She, she actually says like he says like we formed a psycho a psychological a, a, a telepathic bridge or something with the doctor yeah I think when he said that here's what I think it was I think what that is referring to is that weird scene in the first episode where she sees like a vision of him and he looks at the camera and goes trick or treat doctor 
Yes. I actually think that's what he's talking about. Oh, no. Not that one. Anything but that. I know. So when I heard that, I was like, that's what that was. Wow. That was him forming a, tele- a telepathic bridge in a mind. Like, man, that's... Because that was so cringe. Yeah. Trick or treat, doctor. And then she says Halloween. And Yaz goes, Halloween, trick or treat. <laughs> Hey, it embodies it all, doesn't it? it Chibnall embodies, is such a shit yeah, writer, man. It just embodies it all, doesn't it? But yeah, and then, yeah, he, she, they killed the Doctor's mum. What did you think about the idea of it? Because, I mean, I I hate the idea of meeting the Doctor's mum, but at the same time, in the end, it ended up being completely irrelevant anyway, and we never have to hear about it again. So it didn't even, like, that's the thing. I didn't even get that angry because she didn't really do anything. They didn't do it. They didn't really do anything. We just met her. He just kind of, yeah, he just kind of put it there and now she's gone forever. Yeah, so like, I don't even have that much to be angry about, you know? It's not like when she's, cha- when with him changing the origin of the Doctor, because there's so much there that you're changing. This is nothing. This is such a small part that is nothing, because this isn't even a real mum. She adopted. I don't fucking care about this one. We never have to meet this one again. Someone who looked after the doctor while she was growing up. Exactly. Like I, on it. Like yeah. I, it doesn't anger me for the reasons it might anger everyone else. It just angers me because it's completely irrelevant. You know, I don't care if we meet the doctor's adoptive mum. But you know? so were so were then those crystal people as well because they just they just died. Well, that's an that's an that's an episode six, which yeah, we'll get to now. But what did you think of episode five? I thought it was shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I gave it a five. I would give it a four. Yeah. No. Good. I'd give it a three. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I'd really give it a three. This would be the one, if I was going to rewatch this, that I'd be least forward to rewatching. Yeah. I really do think, yeah. I would, like, this would be the one that I'd be most tempted to skip. Or at least skip through and just watch the Joby scenes. But then we get, yeah, episode six, The Vanquishers. Um... And yeah, the Santarans are back. I don't know. I kind of got sick of them in this one. Why? As in, like, they're, they're, they were better in their other appearance than they were in this one. In this one, they started being resorted to a joke a bit more. Yeah. With that weird chocolate. Oh, And no, shit like that. That was so cringe. That was so cringe and unnecessary. Yeah. That it was, was exactly. so cringe and unnecessary. I know, and like, I don't know, it was just like, I don't know, it was, it, maybe it's just that specific scene that put me off, but if it was, if they had not appeared again and that was their only appearance, that other episode, I think it would have been perfect, that perfect reappearance, but I don't know, something about this episode is like, I don't know, if they hadn't reappeared in this episode and they had done something else, I think I would, you know, I'd view the Centaurans even more favourably by the end, you know, but I don't know, it kind of lessened their appearance for me, if that makes sense. Yeah. But they did have a good plan, admittedly. You know, they were going to lure the Daleks and Cybermen to the, the Flux event and let the Flux Which just I liked. eat them. I liked that. Yeah, yeah no. It it's not cool. even the Doctor was like, yeah, that's a power grab. Yeah. Uh, and then they fucking do it. And the Doctor lets it happen, but also moves the shield so they get eaten. Now, just to clarify the Doctor's resolution to the Flux, she genocided three alien races. Yeah. That's not a doctor move. No. The doctor would not do that and feel good about it. The doctor would find another way. I mean, she's had a lot of opportunities to genocide the Daleks before and didn't take it. 
Hell, the the Santaran's first appearance uh, with Tennant in the new series. Uh, by the end of that episode, he's like, "No, I'm gonna teleport onto that ship and give them a chance, and possibly blow myself up because I can't just blow them up. I need to give them a chance." And then that fucking kid, remember that episode? That kid comes on and just teleports and is like, he just doesn't. He's like, "Santa, yeah. ha!" and he just fucking blows them up. Yeah. Like the daughter wouldn't just do that. Instead, no, she actually lets three races get eaten by the flocks. Like, wow. What, what, you were going through some shit this time, weren't you, dog? How, you, yeah. you better feel that. You better, you better have some guilt about that by the next episode, you know? But it might be able to get rewinded. I don't know. They definitely, they don't, not only do they not rewind that in this episode, they don't rewind the flux. Like, most of the universe is dead in Doctor Who now. It's like Earth and they're, very few they're, planets. They're, they'd have to rewind it, surely. They have to do something because in the very next episode, which the trailer shows, the Daleks are in the next episode. So, like, it's clearly, you know, either a random Dalek ship survived or they have figured out a way of undoing the flocks. But I really want to say this, okay? If in the next episode they don't show them undoing the flocks and the flocks is just done and, like, you know, the universe is just back, that didn't happen in this episode. There was no reset button. They, end, they, they stopped it in its tracks, but... It still left the track and ate most of the universe. Even the next episode, it's just like, no, the universe is fine. What the fuck happened? How did that happen? Did it grow back? Because yeah. <laughs> they that didn't. There was no reset button. No, the, the flux happened, and most of the universe should be dead, including every Dalek, every Cyberman, and every Centauran. So what the fuck's gonna happen next episode? You know, who knows? We'll see. We'll probably be blown away by Chris Chibnall's ingenuity. He's got three episodes left, and then we get to the big boy. You know, the Russell T. But man, oh, it's a shame. Because again, I said this to you earlier, I like Jodie a lot. I really do. And if she if she stayed and she had better writing, I really hope she comes to Big Finish. I really do. I think she could actually be like a really good doctor. And in this serial, like, although, again, her work isn't like the greatest, the writing's not the greatest... She really proved herself to me. Like, yeah, yeah, Jodie's the doctor for sure. She just like, I, I really hope her last three episodes aren't, aren't shit. Essentially, especially her last one. Like, she deserves to go out with a bang somehow. Yeah, I mean, we can only hope. We really can. We can, we, we honestly can really hope. can. I mean, we're gonna have to hope pretty hard because we know it's it's being written by a certain person. You know, so unfortunately, and he really is. Like, it's it's been hard. It's been hard being a Doctor Who fan for the Jodie era. Yeah. And in fact, we... Yeah, should we bring this up? Because I mentioned it earlier. Uh, the question of... Because I, I mean, it wasn't my question. I saw it on Reddit, but... Could a child... Could, like, an 8 to 10-year-old... Keep up with Doctor Who... The way it's made today? You know, with the... The amount of shit... That they're, they're, they're cramming into like these it. episodes and no random way. fucking threads. These episodes, no way that we've watched, no way. Because like, like they, because like again, this isn't a normal serial. These are standalone episodes that have been like Frankenstein monsters stitched together. Like it's not like like Castle Doctor Who when it was a six parter. It wasn't like this. Yeah, you know. The first episode would be him landing on the base and learning the people. Yeah. The next episode would be... Like thinking like, you know, about like, whether or not my 12-year-old brother would watch this or be able to watch this. I don't know. I don't think he would. I don't think so. Not the episodes we've watched. Maybe some of the Peter Capaldi ones, but not these ones that we've watched. Yeah, man. Because, like... And don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, because, like... Uh, I, 
I'm a like yeah, I'm I'm twenty. I get I, I watch this and I understand it, but I'm also a white art. And yeah. when I play, and I want to write for this one day, and when I do, I would never write Doctor Who like this. Like, I like the idea. I like the scope of the idea. Yeah. But you've really executed it weirdly here in not a really good way. If you're going to do a six-part serial, a six-part episode, stick to your fucking guns and don't make it a Frankenstein monster. Make it an actual six-parter. There's been three-parters in the show before. The Master Trilogy. You know, the Monk Trilogy, the, the, the Dalek Trilogy, in uh, you know, when they stole the Earth. Yeah. You know? And that is a trilogy, because the episode be- the episode before Stolen Earth, where Donna goes into the alternate universe and meets Rose, and the stars are going out. That that counts. That's part one. All right. It can be done. Do it properly, or don't do it at all, because this, this wasn't satisfying by the end. Yeah. You know? It really wasn't. Yeah. But... It wasn't so bad that I wouldn't watch it, and it is still Doctor Who, and thus we have to continue watching it, and we have to yeah, at least, you know, a you part down, of me you're, still you're down enjoys to watch it. it on New Year's, yeah, yeah, part of me still enjoys it because it is still Doctor Who, even if it is now a woman. All right, here's and a question: then. Would you Chris would you be Chimble? down to watch series eleven and twelve? Potentially, yeah. Even though I have outright told you that I think they're bad, and that's me. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Man, maybe we should. Because it's not that they're not all bad. I mean, there like, are some standout episodes for sure, for sure. It being bad, like you know, it being good, isn't the only reason I would watch it. I would watch it because it's Doctor Who. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's, it's slightly different. I feel. Well, if that's the case, then yeah, forget Jodie. To be fair, I still want to show you all Peter Capaldi's era. Yeah. Because yeah, he's still the main man for me. Yeah. The big P. Yeah. PSA. Hell yeah. <laughs> PCD (laughs) but yeah I think that's it then we finally did it we're back we did it we're back hopefully we'll try and do it normal coming at just about just under two hours that's That's a good length that's pretty good thank you for watching thank you for listening thank you for enjoying thank you for we know you did this during this episode we heard you thank you for coming yeah thank you it was weird that you did, man. I don't know what it is that got you off, but we heard you get off. Yeah. It's okay, we don't judge. We don't judge. We don't here. judge. Hey, man, you get off to us as much as you like. As yeah. long as you're not doing it to our faces, Yeah. we don't care, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And hey, you're doing this, you, you know, you get this for free. Just be thankful. We could yeah. we could have made this an OnlyFans exclusive. Yeah. 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 And then we could do the entire episode, but we could have it on video. We could both just be naked and just... Yeah. Do the episode normally. Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't know. Do you, do you reckon that's already a thing? That Definitely. must be. Yeah, yeah there must be, keep, there must be people that are just like doing normal video podcasts naked yeah. and they're like... That's mm. definitely already a thing. That's definitely I'm, I'm a confident thing, you could just search on YouTube the naked podcast and you Probably find... not on YouTube. You porn? <laughs> <laughs> or just on the internet. Naked, yeah. naked podcast you'd find something wouldn't you 100 percent, it would exist i know there's like because in in trailer park boys they went on to a i think it was in switzerland they went on to a news broadcast as part of one of their challenges uh when they did this like tour and what and on the news broadcast it was someone it was a weather woman doing the weather naked which was the stick like everyone in the news station was naked yeah so there's naked news and shit in switzerland so yeah, there's probably naked podcasts. Definitely, then, yeah. 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 So if they could be naked naked weather reports, then, then yeah. yeah. 
I mean, that's basically like, I mean, there's people that live stream Twitch, like Twitch stream, essentially. That's like a podcast, you know, yeah. they're basically almost naked, you know. Most of them are these days, to be honest. Exactly, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. we've actually got so many clothes on. We're wearing like layers and yeah. layers. I've actually got ten jumpers and fifteen trousers yeah. on. I've got so much clothes, so many clothes on that I can't move. Like I haven't been able to. I get just them. roll around, you know. Yeah. I just roll around. I bounce. I bounce like a like a big bouncy ball. Like bouncing a big bouncing ball. Bowling ball. <laughs> 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 See you next time. Bon voyage.